Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the May issue of Jurassic Minutes, where we discuss recent toy, movie and franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And here we are back. Uh, we missed April. We thought we'd come out with uh, the Dominion special <laughs> prior to uh, the movie's launch. On this episode, we're discussing Camp Cretaceous Season 5 that's just around the corner. The Mattel train is unstoppable at the moment with the flood of figures, uh, Dominion, Camp Cretaceous, uh, and of course more Hammond reveals coming as well. And I think there's a movie around the corner that we'll discuss <laughs> at the end of the uh, show. But uh, for all that and more, uh, stay around. It's coming up on this episode. David, recent toy and prop purchases. I'll go first quickly. Um, I've done a pre-order for a figure we're going to talk about a little bit later. And surprisingly went into a department store here uh, over the weekend and found the, the kitchen escape set, Jurassic Park, that I did not think I'd see released here. So... Um, that, there's Hammond Collection stuff that's appearing on shelves here as well. I thought all that stuff, especially when it was supposed to be a, a Target exclusive, is rocking up here on stores. So looking forward to picking up some of the uh, the Legacy stuff and uh, the Hammond Collection stuff, especially for what's coming up in the news. Dominion-wise, where I've been able to look at some of the figures, play with them, the Ferrazonosaurus, the new T-Rex, some of the articulation. Uh, Mattel's getting into these figures now is fantastic. The, the Claire and Dilophosaur, I just, at the moment, with funds, April's a bad time, money-wise for me, so um, the funds, I'm just sort of sticking to the legacy stuff, uh, the Hammond Collection, and um, any vintage vintage sort of figures, so unless I can get some of the Dominion stuff later on clearance, uh, I'm not going to be picking them up just yet, but um, you've been picking up some uh, new stuff. Start with the Barbasol cans, which I wish I could find here <laughs> as well. <laughs> Yeah, those I uh, picked up at Walmart. Apparently, the Barbasol campaign here, at least in the States, is doing... They're splitting up the different types of cans across different stores. So Target gets some one kind, Walmart gets another different kind. I wanted the Rusty can, and that one was at Walmart. Mm, I'm sure by, people would be phoning I, around trying to find that Rusty can, because that'd be the one everyone's after at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I almost did miss it because I don't shop at Walmart all that much, and honestly, I would have expected the pharmacy section to be near the home goods. And I was wandering around around Walmart, kind of just looking for the sundries area, and I came across my boss, and I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for shaving cream. He's like, wouldn't that be over by the pharmacy? I'm like... Oh yeah, I suppose I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it was kind of like tucked in like the back of the bottom shelf, so it was, I did almost miss it. 
was like, I think maybe some employee was trying to hide it for themselves, and they found their stash. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good when you find a stash like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, actually, the reason why we have not been on all that much lately is because I'm getting my whole room done. So... I'm going from a kind of nautical theme from when I was like a teenager to this kind of hunter kind of green theme. And I ended up deciding last last minute to make it kind of Jurassic Park Lost World themed. Why not? <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's, I've been spending like the last almost month just living out of my hamper and sleeping on the couch. Not fun. Mm, the joys of renovations. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. But everything's back together now, and I got new bedding and stuff coming, but I ordered myself a new throw pillow that I customized myself. I took a one of those promo images from the Lost World with the raptors on it, and I edited that and put, placed that on the front, and then on the back, I took the Lost World logo and overlaid it a, over a crop photo of a fern patch that I took the redwood, so both sides take out the same kind of color scheme, but with different images. And that when I posted, when I was posting it up on Facebook, I people were like, "Oh, wow, that's so cool! Where can I get one?" I'm like, "Sorry, I had a custom made." <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember back in high school. I don't know if it was for screen printing or if it was for uh, another subject, but I seem to remember screen or getting the the original Lost World logo. Uh, I think it was even in black and white because <laughs> we didn't have colours to use and putting it onto a bit of fabric and making a sort of small cushion yeah, yes they did they had those fabric um, decals that they came out I've seen I've seen those for sale mm. oh, that's a, lots of memory I'm pulling from a long time back <laughs> oh. but I can't wait to see the uh, the photos of your glass to, or floor to ceiling glass displays as part of the uh, oh, the western the western wing extensions. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be going that far, but I do have the um, prints from Douglas Henderson that the ones that were in Hammond's office, where they got the Apatosaurus being attacked by the Allosaurus, and then the Stegosaurus in the Redwoods Creek, mm. and I'm going to have those framed and put over my uh, T-Rex shelf. Yep. Yep, no, that'll be a nice little addition to the room. Yeah. I didn't realise there was a Prime 1 Carnotaurus coming out, but uh, you found one, um, but you're not ordering it through Prime 1 directly. Not anymore, no. The Prime 1 Carno, I, it, the figures are only like $100, but I got the uh, shipping quote a couple of days ago, and I'm, it's $150 to ship it from Japan. And I'm like, there is no way I'm paying one and a half times the price of the figure just to ship it to me. So I cancelled that order, and that's going to be coming from um, Big Bad Toy Store now. Mm. But yeah. I did actually, well, the one Dominion thing that I picked up was the um, Dominion Rexy figure. Um, admittedly, I got it mostly because I'm doing this thing now where I like to scan the art back, uh, the backing art of the uh, packaging and so I did that with uh, the Rexy one and cleaned it up and made it like look like a really nice picture 
And then I also did that with the Roland set that I picked up, which I also customized. Um, that said, I bought a, like a little thing of olive drab green paint, but unfortunately it was the wrong shade. So I just ended up repainting the whole thing and then trimming up some uh, 118 scale um, that camo netting and then taking the trimmings that I didn't use and folding them up and putting them on the hood of the car mm-hmm. like it does and it has in the movie. Yep. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> but uh, it looks it looks great too. I've seen photos. Um, if you aren't subscribed to David over mm-hmm. on the socials, um, do because he posts some f- epic photos up uh, that this, this set. Um, do you, Burke, do you recognise his trackway and all those sort of scenes? Um with Roland in the, in the vehicle. Yeah. And there's another one I did inspired by the Lost World art where the T-Rex is chasing after the um, the Outrigger Jeep, like this one here, and I uh, did a kind of remake of that concept art, which is well, looks really good. I think it's one of the, my favorites that I've done recently. Nice. Nice. Um. And then I... Also picked up Jack Horner's Digging Dinosaurs, which was the visual basis for Grant's book in the in the first movie. It was kind of a um, impulse buy, but why not? <laughs> and finally, the slip the dust jacket from the Ultimate Visual History book was big enough to go over it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. Oh crap! Oh. Super colossal T Rex decided to try and attack me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, as you said, it's been it's been a few weeks since we recorded, so um, a big haul there, and I'm sure going into May, May June with uh, Dominion coming around the corner, there's uh, a lot more stuff coming into our collections as well. But uh, we'll discuss more of that next next episode. Mm-hmm. Heading briefly over to socials and fandom. Uh, firstly, happy birthday once again to the Lost World. Uh, May being an anniversary month for the film. Uh, what are we doing? Um, well, I've been watching, rewatching the uh, the RV restoration video series on YouTube um, from the Jurassic Park Motorpool and all the guys involved in that. It's it's a shame that uh, that thing was allowed to be rotting out in the desert for as long as it was, but. I suppose um, it's no different how Universal's treating the others that they've got on the back lot <laughs> as well. Yeah. It's just these poor uh, poor movie props that uh, weren't designed mm-hmm. to live beyond the uh, beyond the film's production and um, fans doing mm-hmm. their best to try and resurrect some of it. The good thing is that like some of these, like the um, Humvee and the Unimogs that I got back there, don't really have a whole lot going into them in the first place. Mm. and they're kind of heavy built so they don't rust out that easily so visually they still look good I have no idea whether there's probably rats living in the engine block or whatever <laughs> 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 yeah visually outside it still looks kind of good it's just a bit paints a little faded but yeah the um, restoration one they, they, it was just some guy who randomly had it on his property <laughs> mm. and these guys bought it and restored it which was really cool yep Yep. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get to see more of it into the future with its uh, new owners in Japan. But no, we won't go into the Universal's treating of vehicles. <laughs> I was going to say there's been a lot of a uh, lot of comments. Um, Among other things. Yeah, been a lot of comments about the uh, the Explorer at Universal Florida, but um, we'll leave that. Dave, we've got some feedback for the show too. 
We did. On Instagram, I follow um, this repainter called Jurassic Paint uh, Painter. And he sells stuff on eBay that I've been kind of musing over whether or not I want to buy. And I commented on one of his photos where he had repainted a extreme chopping T-Rex figure into the male colors. And he replied back that he, he must have saw that I have, that I'm a co-host for the podcast in my Instagram bio. And he said that he really likes the show. So it's always great to hear feedback. It is. It is. Um, Great to uh, talk and chat with uh, listeners as well as uh, other fans of the franchise. I know I um, chat to Ben over in the UK a fair bit as well mm-hmm. on, on Messenger. So being able to talk not only about uh, what we're discussing in the episodes, but the franchise itself is uh, fantastic, and we would welcome more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, we're here for the news, so uh, let's uh, head over. Hammond Collection is um, in full swing at the moment. Uh, I've been surprised to see some of the uh, first release stuff, the Baronox, the Parasol Office, uh, arriving here in uh, department stores. So it's great I can uh, pick that stuff up locally and not have to go to eBay for it because trying to fill in some of my Amber Collection holes at the moment is uh, quite expensive on eBay and I'm not really doing it at the moment. But... um, First up, we've had the reveal of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Rex yourself. This thing looks fantastic. The articulation, the paint, uh, the price. Um, David, you hinted this may replace all other Tyrannosaurids in your uh, collection at the moment. Mattel ones, anyway. Yes. <laughs> we've mentioned before how Mattel could just keep putting on T-Rexes and we'll just keep buying them, but this one might just be endgame. The articulation, the sculpt, the paint, it's all there. It's like the, this is the ultimate T-Rex figure. I don't think I've ever seen, expected to see something quite like this, ever. Hmm. Yep, and with what some of the fans are doing at the moment, customising the current releases, I've seen a repaint of the uh, Super Colossal T-Rex into the the male colours the other day, and it it just looked... Mm -hmm fantastic and I cannot wait to see what people do customising this one as well for that Lost World display $50 <laughs> cannot complain yeah again. for that price yeah. I think I actually I picked up a 6 inch Black Series Darth Vader figure to go with this when I was a kid the movie Indian in the cover if you're anybody's ever familiar with that movie basically the premise is you stick a toy in this magic cover and the you lock it, unlock it, and open the door. The toy comes alive, and the kid ends up bringing alive a Native American and a cowboy. And at first they don't like each other, and then they turn to like each other, and that's basically the movie. <laughs> but he puts in a Darth Vader figure and a T Rex figure in this cover when he first discovers what it can do, and out pops living Darth Vader only like six inch scale and Rexy basically the exact ILM model from Jurassic Park of the T-Rex. Oh, I didn't realize that. And yeah. And so ever since I've always wanted to display these kind two kind of figures together with that with the super articulation and the black series has that the Hammond collection has that. So those two are getting matched together. Darth Vader versus Rexy. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a great little thing that, you take photos and you might get a couple of people realise what the reference is, but uh, you always know what it is, and that's yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, is it 
would it be stop motion the Tyrannosaur? How's it no, animated? it was an actual. It was the it was the ILM file. It was the um, oh wow same exact CGI model used in the first movie. It was just kind of recycled for that one little scene. Yeah, yeah. I think I've watched that film once, maybe when I was younger. So it might be blurring with um, toys or that Tom Hanks one or or, or whatever. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's fantastic. I think we we both really excited for this Tyrannosaur <laughs> to get it in your hands um, and a lot of the fans agreeing uh, on the other hand uh, we have a new Velociraptor out for the Hammond collection as well I've seen some people saying they're going to get this and just have it as an infant raptor for their amber collection stuff because it does seem to be a little bit of a step down um, in model wise I'm sure articulation it's a lot better than the amber collection one but mm-hmm. um, there's, there's so many Velociraptors out there it's actually less articulation than the Amber Collection. When I saw it in store, and it was kind of, I was surprised kind of how small it was. And I think I'm going to skip it just because the feet are kind of like clown shoe sized. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of a bit of a downgrade from the Amber Collection one because it's still using the same sculpt, it's just much uh, smaller. Yeah, well, we thanks to. Uh collect Jurassic here we're um, sourcing a lot of the photos for the news articles here from their Facebook page because they do a great job fil- uh, photographing uh, a lot of these figures and getting them in hand uh, there's one shot here of it next to the uh, like one of the original Jurassic Park snapping Velociraptors it does seem smaller but the gain force perspective may be playing a role here um, I do like the... the shot of it the way it's posed beside the box, so just standing there with his arms down, looking sideways into the box, mm-hmm. much like it sort yeah. of does when it enters the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I was really thinking with the Hammond Collection stuff coming out and knowing that Amber Collection was over, uh, some of the Amber Collection stuff may have dropped in price, but it seems to have gone the other way, which is a shame. I've been trying to fill a gap with uh, Grant and Malcolm, and I'm not paying a, over $100 for those figures at all on eBay. <laughs> There's been um, there's been a couple of photos getting around of the uh, Ceratosaurus and Gallimimus as well. I've I've seen people commenting uh, they're going to be selling their herd of uh, Gallimimus from the Jurassic World line and uh, be getting this. Unfortunately, I couldn't find an article of uh, photos to link to for the news feed, but we'll uh, discuss it more because um, that Ceratosaurus mm-hmm. looks straight off the film. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, it does. Because yeah, there's been. Pictures floating around. I've not, I've not seen them from Collect Jurassic, but they're out there. I've seen them, I think, on Twitter and Facebook. And it, like you said, it looks like somebody took the Ceratosaurus from the movie, shrunk it down to 118 scale, and added some lines for articulation. And it's gorgeous. Mm. It's just like the T-Rex, absolute instant buy. Yeah, and we know there's a Triceratops coming as well, so I cannot wait to see mm. images of that as well. Like, they're um. They're, they're making it hard. I, I um, denied and stomped my foot when we uh, we heard that Amber Collection was over and Hammond Collection was starting. I'm like, no, I'm not buying all this stuff over again, but they are really, <laughs> really tempting me to uh, to do a 180 and uh, pick some of these figures up. So we'll um, we'll discuss uh, those in the Triceratops hopefully next next month when uh, hopefully they're revealed mm-hmm. by then. Well, we got some photos anyway. I've seen an in-package 
photo of the Triceratops, but all you could really see was the head and the box art. The box art being kind of just this regular um, hand collection uh, box art. And I couldn't really tell, so I'll just say wait until wait until we see what's what. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, a couple months ago, we had the reveal in the um, Legacy line of Roland Tembo and the uh, the Outrigger and the Parasaur, which okay, it's a para- mm-hmm. another Parasaur. <laughs> um, some of us were hoping there was going to be more coming from the Lost World in the line. Others thought, well, okay, they've done Roland. That's probably all they're going to do. But um, in April, we got the reveal of Sarah Harding and um, and the Stegosaur family, which. I suppose we'll we'll look at the uh, the turd in the room <laughs> at the moment. The reuse of that Jurassic World Stegosaur as the adult, uh, horribly painted. Probably not the best of the Mattel releases, but they're going off yeah. the, uh, the, the 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 model that they made for the film. So it's a shame, but um, I really wish they'd focused or put as much attention into painting the adult in as they did the baby. Yeah, and I think it's just the adult when compared to the baby and Sarah Harding here is just it's really disappointing. You almost feel like it's packaged in there just because just to kind of justify the price. The baby's got this beautiful green fade into the um into the plates and Sarah's got like all the details with the in the rolled up neck uh Handkerchief around her, tied around her neck, and then the, you just got the Jurassic World Stegosaur here with kind of stenciled paint, mm. and it's it doesn't look very good. I mean, the the Lost World Stegosaurus doesn't really have that stenciled effect. They, I really think they could have done better with the adult. Yeah, again, it seems like they just they've created a price point for this line. And they have to meet it. They they add the parasaur. Mm-hmm. The, the Roland set could have easily been Roland and the the outrigger. Um, yeah. Here here okay they're going to make Sarah the baby and she's got to have or they've got to have the stegosaur. If they did mm-hmm. turn around, wishfully thinking okay well let's get a Nick and a, a, a an in scale baby T Rex that's painted a lot better than what the previous one was. But then you'd have to find well do they just repackage? one of the fresh and fro T-Rexes with it and make it a lot more mm. expensive or um, same with uh, if there's an Eddie, Eddie and an M class or a high hide well then they've got to try and package a dinosaur with him too and it's just yeah it, um, yeah it's just the way they do I suppose but I'm not a big fan of it no me neither mm. but like you said there's a price. I think there's like a price point that ha- that has to be made, and like the paras, the baby parasaur that they put in the um in the Roland set. Like you said, it could have just been it by uh, Roland and the Jeep, and this could have easily just been Sarah and the Stego. You know, especially when you know you're about to release the Hammond Collection parasaur as well. So it's mm-hmm. people. If if there was no Hammond Collection Parasol, then yeah, getting one with um, with Roland would be a little bit more um, a little bit more wanted. But you've got sort of the same dinosaurs coming out across different lines. Again, okay, there, there might be a bit of difference in scale, but um, for the most part, the quality is there, articulation and paint as yeah. well. So it's sort of why mm. you're making people go to one set and not the other, or vice versa, or it's just that case 
they expect us to buy everything, which unfortunately, uh, as collectors, we normally do. Yep. Yep. But the baby, the baby looks fantastic, as you said. Just the the, the paint on the way that the green goes up into the plates, mm-hmm. um, that that big that big eye that it's got, much like the animatronic uh, Claire, I think it was called. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Sarah, Sarah herself, only coming with the camera as an accessory, but the detail there, the um, the ability to be able to bend down on her knees and get sort of eye to eye with the mm-hmm. uh, the baby as well much like the film it's just it's so great just <laughs> can't not touch she, she can't not touch when she sees something she's just gotta she's gotta <laughs> gotta touch it <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose we should mention too the uh, the packaging for it being the side of the the first trailer in the RV I've seen some I think maybe um, as we get some more of the Lost World characters, i.e. Nick or Eddie, we're going to get more sections of the RV, and there'll be some cardboard cutouts to, uh, and that's how we're going to get a Lost World RV. I hope that's not right. Um, yeah. I'd love a renew of the RV, but a lot of mm-hmm. some of the Dominion mini packaging is the same sort of design. The uh, the vehicle with the the barred windows and that, like a dinosaur mm-hmm. transport vehicle. So I'm thinking they're just sort of borrowing that design choice and not. Uh, not giving us an updated RV as a cardboard cutout. <laughs> you know, I, it'd be interesting if they started like packaging, say, a separate legacy fig, uh, figure with um, the backside. Like I know I I've heard that Geo Sternbergia, the um, proposed Tronid, male version of the Tronodon from the end of the Lost World is possibly coming up as another legacy figure. Oh, nice. But, at, yeah, at, but I'm not sure if it's going to be just that by itself or if it's going to be, like, the Amber Collection um, Jurassic Park 3 Tronodon was where it is by itself. I would imagine being smaller scale, they'll probably package it with a human. I'm not sure which one, though. This may be left field, but how about a Eddie High Hide? And the Pteranodon. It has nothing that to do with the film, nice. but 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 Roland never was in the Outrigger and never went after the Parasaur mm-hmm. either. That was Dita, so it's sort of they're loosely connecting what they're putting in the sets. I'm just mm-hmm. I don't know who else. Yeah, because well, if you get Eddie, you'd really want an M class with him. Um, but I could see I could see a Nick baby T Rex and they're having the rear trailer yeah. as the packaging mm-hmm. with something as well. So uh, there's definitely hope. There's hope where there was once none <laughs> with um, some of the Lost World stuff coming out. So I I can't wait to see having that news that uh, Trandon coming out. It's fantastic. The only one we've sort of really gotten that color scale is the uh, the original Jurassic Park mm-hmm. one with the blue head and that. So it'd be good to get an update. Um, an actual Lost World Trenodon. Um Yeah, but again, like uh, Sarah, if I can find her, she's definitely going to be adding to my collection, as with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, David, how's your sauropod space at the moment in your displays? You're renovating, so you're obviously making room for more figures. Um, we have the Dreadnoughtus uh-huh. coming. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've actually stopped buying um, Super Colossal <laughs> and have gotten really, really picky about what figures I pick up just because I have no room left. <laughs> oh, my Super Colossal Toro is still on display in its box because it displays better in box and is half the length. <laughs> this thing's over five feet long when it's the head's down. It's Oh, yeah. This, this is the largest Jurassic Park toy that has ever been built. This is... My God... <laughs> again take this back to 94 93 you imagine we, we've said that with the brachiosaur as well just oh, that's fantastic I'd power to you if you've got room to put all this stuff on a shelf on display or if at this point you've just got half of your bedroom where this stuff's starting to pile up against the wall <laughs> I, I don't know but it's it's fantastic I went into a store couple of weeks ago and seen the legacy of Patasaur in there. I picked it up because I didn't think I'd see it locally uh, for sale. Held it for a minute and then slowly put it back on the, the shelf and gone, I've got nowhere to put this. <laughs> even even though the, the box isn't as big as what this thing is or the Super Colossal, it's just... At some point, you just got to step back and go, right, you can't have everything. Some people can, but um, you live on through photos of us collections and uh, just collect what you can what you're able to collect in the end so yeah the question is is this going to be the last of the, the giant sauropods I don't know obviously Dreadnoughtus is across the uh, the trailers and the marketing for Dominion so we know it's in the film um, I suppose maybe if there's something in um, Camp Cretaceous Season 5 that uh, brings in a new sauropod we haven't seen before we might get something else but Hey, if they're willing to do a five-foot sauropod, fingers crossed for a Menchisaur, right? Yeah, yep. It'd be good to see the Lost World logo on the box for that too, but somewhere. Um, before we finish out on the uh, the toys also, there's been uh, images, uh, heaps, heaps of uh, heaps of uh, figures in the, the Dominion line. Um, uh, as I said earlier, Pyroraptor we've seen a lot of... Um, we got a photo here of the Iguanodon, which is great to find again. The Iguanodon in the uh, the movie line or in the Mattel line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Iguanodon really looks good. Yeah, I like the striping and the fade they have. Mm. Yep, yep, some good paint work on that. So there's a lot. Um, there's a lot. As I said earlier, I'm looking at a lot of these, they look fantastic. I just haven't. It's not in the budget to uh, to pick any of this up, unfortunately, in space, but. Um, any of these you're looking to pick up? I know there's a Dimetrodon, a couple of Dimetrodon repaints as well that are coming, so there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of dinosaurs to uh, fill a shelf. There's a Mega Raptor here that I'm definitely considering. The sculpt and the paint look both look really good. I love that they didn't just take the easy route and do giant Velociraptor because that would have been so easy to do. Would have been really retro, but they actually went out and made a real. Mega Raptor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And there is the uh, magical Leoplurodon, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Before there was memes, there was Charlie the Unicorn. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's so much. We, we could sit here and talk for hours on <laughs> all the, uh, all oh, the yeah. Mattel releases at the moment for Dominion. Even all the, all the Trociraptors that are coming out as well, there's a whole lot of uh, those coming as well. 
David, you mentioned at the start uh, you'd gone out and found uh, the, some of the Barbasol cans um, or the rusty one. Barbasol, they've done it for Jurassic World, they've done it for Fallen Kingdom. Uh, now they've got the limited edition run of uh, Dominion themed cans. As you mentioned earlier, there's the rusty version, which everyone's trying to get. There's also uh, oh, we got we got Pyroraptor, we got T Rex, we got Blue, and uh, Dilophosaur as well. I was able to pick a couple of the Jurassic World ones up when they come out. I think someone in the States was able to send them to me. They've been in my display. I never got or seen the Fallen Kingdom ones. Um, yeah, so again, everyone's sort of going after that uh, that original Barbasol can. We know it's going to be in Dominion at some point. Uh, we're going to talk in a minute about Camp Cretaceous with it being sighted there. Somehow, it's all about that rusty Barbasol can at the moment. So, <laughs> um, And there's... the social media uh, groups and all that sort of stuff is flooded with people picking these things up from Walmart and everywhere else. Um, I just wish they had more of an international uh, distribution for them, unfortunately, but unfortunately that's not the case. Moving on uh, into literature uh, briefly, um, at the start of May, May the 4th, we got some uh, images of the upcoming Ultimate Art Book for the Jurassic World uh, trilogy. It's a shame I I had it pre-ordered and didn't again. David, did you end up picking up the uh, or pre-ordering the uh, Jurassic World Ultimate Visual History book? I did actually. Yeah, I ended up pre-ordering it right after these images came out. Mm-hmm. It's a shame the um, um, they only showed images of the concept art we've already seen, but I suppose we discussed with the Jurassic Park. Ultimate visual history, a lot of that stuff in there was going to be stuff we'd already seen, so... Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm mostly hoping that um, that we end up getting uh, some inserts that'll be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd have to check uh, check Amazon, see if it's still available on there too. Pre-order <laughs> might be sold out by now. I may have missed my opportunity to pick that book up <laughs> for a decent price and on an eBay price. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on, um, Prime One, uh, no, not Prime One, Iron Studios uh, have uh, made a couple more uh, statues here. Of course, they've done the T Rex breakout and a couple of others. We'll talk first about Blue, uh, Blue's Nest. I'm just trying to find a scale here, but it doesn't say. Uh, we've got Blue sitting on top of the Ruined Explorer um, in the jungle. Fantastic looking piece, but um, like the one we both need to talk about is the uh, the Lost World male tiger raptor. Yes, um, I, I've pre-ordered this. Um, I don't think you can argue uh, what your favourite dinosaur designs are in this franchise without owning at least something resembling that dinosaur design, David. You own, you've customised a lot of the, the male T-Rex <laughs> and have it on display. The only Tiger Raptor thing I have that isn't original Lost World Kenner is the Mattel repaint. Uh, not even the Amber Collection one, so well, I sit back here in my <laughs> in my chair and say the Lost World Tiger Raptor is the best design we've had and not own anything about <laughs> or for that Raptor. Um <laughs> Is hypocritical, and I'll, I'll own up to that. So I've I've pre-ordered this the uh, 199 with the jungle effects in the base. That's that's about 280 here. So that 
that's sub 300. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that, uh, with the conversion rate. Where did you pre-order yours from? Because I'm seriously considering this one. I'm still a little on the fence because the eye seems a little high up on the neck, a little chunky, but they're acceptable. Um, they're acceptable for me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I ordered pre-ordered directly from Iron Studios, but after your discussion earlier about uh, postage, I'm going to go back there and just check and see if I can get a postage quote to see what it's going to cost because <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm worried. Uh, it was just a $20 deposit for um, for the pre-order and then uh, I don't think there's a release date yet so sometime in the future I'll have to pay the rest off but um, I think I'll be able to do that so I'll just put some money aside. Yeah, design-wise, as you said, there's a couple of little things there. I, 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 I'm, I'm happy with it. I missed out on the, the original Jurassic Park Raptors from the kitchen scene that they done. I think this is just a step up, step above that, and looks fantastic. I hope we get uh, a couple of different pose ones like there, but I can't wait to actually own a, uh, a raptor statue, <laughs> and more importantly, mm. the tiger raptor statue. So, yeah, I think the pre-order is still open over at Iron Studios. So. Head over and have a look, um, and get get a pre-order. Actually, yeah, I just found it on um, Big Bad Toy Store, so I think I'm going to pre-order it from there. Mm. They are both available through Big Bad Toy Store. Um, a little, I think it's twenty or thirty dollars more. But again, if 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 shipping's going to be mm-hmm. cheaper, you're going to be better off in the long run. So, yeah. I'm just going to get the one with the plain base just because, I mean, the one with the pattern base is nice, but the I always associate those um, hosta leaves with the first Jurassic Park movie. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Plus the uh, the extra elevation adds having the plant-based. Because um, mm-hmm. I think, I'm pretty sure it's about seven inches tall, so you had the stand to that as well, and it... Um, it's going to take up space quickly. <laughs> and plus, if you do the uh, just go to the plain base, you can easily cover that with um, something redwoods or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I something mean, I've got plenty of. I've got one of the. I got one of those little spider ferns, so I can always just trim a little bit off the tips. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking a piece of um, a piece of decayed weatherboard wall or something from Worker Village, but... I that work. Yeah, that looks fantastic. I, I can't wait to, uh, <laughs> till that comes out. Um, oh, just check the run shoot. Curse you, Brad. You're a bad influence on me. <laughs> well, it's, it's about, it's about time things swung around. All the, all the toys and stuff you've been able to pick up. <laughs> I sit here and go fooey. <laughs> um... <laughs> Lastly, lastly for the news, uh, Camp Cretaceous, the uh, the final season uh, teaser trailer has aired. Uh, a lot of people are discussing um, some things seen in it. It's coming out a couple of weeks post Dominion's release, so there might be some uh, some things, some ideas, themes in it that go into Dominion they don't want to spoil. Everyone's talking about the supposed mind control of the animals and that sort of thing. I was sort of off board with uh, Camp Cretaceous, as we discussed in season four when it came out. 
I'll still watch it, but um, I'm not really don't really have high hopes for it. It'll be interesting to see how they make things tie into Dominion. Um, yeah. Well, I expect one of the things that we'll find out is how the can gets off Nublar and into the hands of Biosyn. Mate, yeah, well, yeah, we know the cans in Dominion and the cans in Camp Cretaceous, so there's got to be some sort of crossover there. Um, we've been talking with the uh, the Fallen Kingdom Minute how we would love stuff explained in the movie and not afterwards in other media. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna, if if Camp Cretaceous is gonna go the way of, well, we've seen mind control of the Brack, baby Brachiosaur in season four, so if that's how we're gonna get uh, the Atrociraptors running around Malta. Although some, I think something from that new site has said it's not mind control; it's training. So, mm. um, if 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 there's stuff here that's going to lead into Dominion, I would have loved to see it before Dominion, so we know what's going on while you're sitting in the the theaters watching it and not scratching your head and taking mm-hmm. it out of the movie. But we'll see what happens. Um, a lot of speculation. Darius's brothers on Nublar, and that's why we get some shots from there, and and this and that. So. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, how they conclude the season. Yep. And if well, anything, the series, in fact. Yeah, yeah, the series. This will be the and, last, um, last season. And if um, I suppose it'll be a little while after June, July, if um, there's any news of what's going to come next. Because um, I think for the most part, Camp Cretaceous has been pretty successful as a as a series um, set in the Jurassic mm-hmm. World universe. Um, and for the most part, a lot of fans have enjoyed it, so it would be good to see something else um, come out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting where they go, period, because as far as Chris Pratt and others have been saying, they are wrapping up the so-called Jurassic World uh, era with this with the, with Dominion. So it'll be interesting where they go next because I do not in a second believe that this is the end of Jurassic Park period oh if the thing comes out and makes another billion dollars yeah there's no yeah you can't like uh artistically yes okay maybe that should be the the event of the trilogy let's do something else but studio wise no they're gonna they're going to uh keep this train going for as long as they can oh, yeah. so um, Jurassic is Universal's single most um, profitable franchise there's no way they're letting that Golden Goose uh, retire yep yep and there's ways they can easily go forward d- d- depending on how Dominion ends uh, where we've still got animals loose in the world um, I suppose that'll transition transition us into some movie news and the new viral site that's that's launched um www.dinotracker.com which um, is showing a lot of those animals around the world uh, as a viral site you can use the hashtags and uh, the AR from the Jurassic World app to uh, spot dinosaurs around the world mm-hmm. uh, but more importantly there's uh, some backdoor stuff that um, we're excited to see and read yeah it's really interesting I will say the site itself is a lot of fun and They've been encouraging the fans to participate, and I know I have been participating. I've made at least three posts so far. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm considering a fourth, but I'm kind of wondering 
where they're going to because not all the locations of all the dinosaurs have been revealed. So I'm kind of waiting to see if the T-Rex gets a spotter or a tracking location, and then I'll post a T-Rex. I'll make a T-Rex uh, post. Hmm. Yeah, because there's been there's been a ton of marketing. Um, just recently, we've been getting um, sort of I'll call them character posters for a lot of dinosaurs we're getting coming out uh, in Dominion. There's been the map, the map of the dinosaur sightings across uh, the continental U.S., North America anyway, and um, the Mosasaur up in Alaska, I believe. I sort of grumbled there, well, isn't it supposed to be a Jurassic World? It's a worldwide franchise, aren't the animals supposed to be everywhere? And, of course, this uh, website has dinosaurs pretty much in every every major country around the world, most for the most part anyway, mm-hmm. um, spreading around the world. So it's, um, it's a sign that maybe by the end of this film we will be still coexisting with uh, these magnificent, glorious dinosaurs, as Malcolm once <laughs> described them. Yeah, but uh, I suppose digging into... And again, this is viral marketing. We, It's a shame we um, looked at the DPG back when Fallen Kingdom came out and dragged over the coals every time we tried to counter the sauna being extinct and all this, saying, well, that's just marketing for this film. Next film, they can change it. They have, and um, now it looks like uh, not only bias and activity on Dominion, on sauna. Sauna's still there. There's still animals. There's been a incidents of uh, people being attacked while they're there trying to poach dinosaurs. There's the uh, the leaked emails between Dodson and some other stuff, other uh, Bison members as well. A lot of good information in there. Uh, mention of Bison members being with the Wu cleanup team in 94 on Nublar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that could almost confirm we're going to get that flashback scene of someone there with Wu on Nublar, and that's where the cryocans found. Just with the amount of rust we've seen on it, uh, it's only got to be a year or so after it was buried in the mud, not 18 years, 28 years, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but a lot of, lot of good stuff in the background. Uh, Howard King being brought into film canon from the novels as well. Whether he'll actually be in Dominion's another thing, but um, again, just really going going out of left field with the, the viral stuff and uh, a good little read. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but hey, Sauna's back. <laughs> How much it's going to play into Dominion or not is another thing. Um, I remember the very first plot leak we had for Fallen Kingdom was those six transport ships capturing animals and taking them to Sauna and look where that ended. <laughs> so... <laughs> That is honestly one of the biggest reveals here is that there's might still be dinosaurs on Sona. And I was like, Hi, I told you everybody, everybody wanted to listen to me. And it was funny because I was like, Calm down, dude, it's just it's just a um marketing. I'm like, oh, come on, I've been telling everybody not to overreact. Don't just automatically write off Sona as dead. Mm. There's gotta be something that has survived. Yep. Yep, and that's it. Whenever we mention that, someone would always throw up a screenshot of DPG sauna extinct or whatever else. Gone nut. It's mm-hmm. it's 100% locked in because the DPG, which wasn't Maserati Global or whatever else, was just a, a sort of dinosaur campaign little group. Are saying that doesn't mean it's actual fact. So um, 
Of course, we know from Camp Cretaceous some of the animals we know are on sauna aren't there anymore. I, um... It's weird because trying to timeline poaching animals from sauna, from sauna, if sauna was indeed dead in 2015 or 16, there's a very small window where they would have been able to get in and get those animals before Masrani Global took over and started mm. shipping animals to populate the park. So, anyway, I don't want to get my hopes up. Um, it is good that um, sauna's back in the, the spotlight again for a small part. Fingers crossed. Uh, we know from, again, a very early plot leak that some parts may possibly be taking place on there. Not, not going to speculate. If it's there, it's there. I'll be happy. If it's not, well, at least we've got some vindication <laughs> that it's still there and there may be still some animals left on it. Uh, in particular, some raptors, but um, that's on that viral site as well, so... It's a bit tricky to get to, but um, all the info's there if you're uh, able to find it. Um, we could honestly talk all night about the viral <laughs> site. It's really, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I remember just kind of fiddling with it when it first popped up, and being like, this is enjoyable. I could, I could spend a couple hours perusing this, which yeah. I did. Yep. And a lot of the files on there, like the bias and stuff, is very reminiscent of the DPG, mm-hmm. the... Um, the leaked stuff by Jurassic Hacker of the uh, Operation, uh, oh, not Clean Sweep, whatever it was, but the the '94 go in and check things out. The uh, the Animal Council, all that sort of backdoor stuff. Unfortunately, again with black bars over important information, it never got mm. revealed for the DPG stuff. I doubt we'll get it revealed for the Dominion stuff as well after the film's released. But also, it very feels a lot like the. Uh, Hammond's office, the Lost World viral site with the the files in there. Um, just a mm-hmm. lot more information in these. So it was kind of fun because there's like all kinds of like little interesting weird nods that we have no idea if they'll be relevant or not. Like there's a list of mercenaries that Biosyn is considering to um, traffic for them. And Kayla, of course, is on the list, but then they also have somebody called E. Tembo. Mm. Like, who who is that? Hmm. Or um they or another part where they say that um they have they themselves have been pillaging from Sorna and it didn't quite go so well for them. Mm. And this was among like some leaked uh the fake leaked emails. And it's like, oh, so they're trying to figure out what engine has and what they are and what they're like because they're like, well, some of these animals can spit venom. And like, ah, you found that out the hard way, didn't you? <laughs> well, that's another another thing we got in the marketing too for Dominion. The uh, the Biosyn list on Biosyn Sanctuary, not Sanctuary Island, but their dinosaur sanctuary, uh, Dilophosaurus mm-hmm. is on there, so... Um, it seems the Dilophosaur we see in the film is a Bison creation and not uh, InGen's original one, possibly, unless... It's weird, though, because the list that they have is is multiple different animals. Like, it's mm. just generally ones that they know of. So I don't think it's uh, exclusively Bison animals. Though yeah, they do possibly. have mostly theirs towards the bottom. Well, we know, too, they're involved... 
and the whole reason for the leaked, a lot of the leaked, the emails is um, they want a clean house, clean drives of all reference to Nedry and all the shady crap they were up to back in the day mm-hmm. because they want to work with the government to actually legit capture the animals that are on the loose and take them to their facility to their air quote sanctuary where they can live in peace and be experimented upon beyond mm-hmm. the scenes it would seem so well interestingly the site also seems to confirm that the Biosyn headquarters that we see in the movie is in the Dolomite Mountains in northern Italy mm, yep. so I'm starting to think now earlier I was thinking biomes but when the uh, the plane crashes onto that lake or that dam I'm thinking that's just a random not at the the headquarters, but that's Dominion talking. I suppose we're there. Um, there's been there's been TV spots. There's been uh, the legacy um, featurettes. There's just another new featurette that's come out now with Owen. There's the character, the classic, the, the legacy characters doing classic quotes from the films. There's so much Dominion out at the moment. I've been staying away from most of it because. With Fallen Kingdom, I knew too much going in and pretty much hated it before I seen it, so I don't want that for Dominion. There's posters, there's fan posters. There's so much telegraphing at the moment that uh, Malcolm's going to be the one to die <laughs> to have some sort of stakes in this, and I can see Goblin being eccentric enough to... Uh, hey, hey, oh, I won't do the accent. <laughs> hey, hey, Colin, um, I think I should die in this one because he's, he's put himself out there to uh, save people in the last three films he's featured in, so third time's a charm, maybe this one he's not going to survive. Um, <laughs> but that, that's a prediction on my side. <laughs> there's, there's Claire seemingly escaping from six or seven different deadly animals and surviving, so there needs to be stakes. <laughs> what do you reckon, Dominion? I'd, I don't know if we really need to speculate too much on what's going to happen. Um, it is just around the corner. I would not be surprised if um, Malcolm died, but I really hope he doesn't because he's like my favorite character <laughs> <laughs> from the first movie anyway. Yeah. Of yeah. all time, it's wrong tempo, but he's like my favorite character from the first movie. And so it's like, can you not kill off my favorite character, please? <laughs> yeah, I'd... It's sort of weird in the in the trailer, like getting Sam Neil back, and while in the featurettes and that, they're all having fun. He's when Ellie walks into the tent, and he's just he doesn't even seem to be trying to do his original accent. He's just in that that Kiwi. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? Like whatever the dialogue was, but um, it seemed to be in his original accent and that. And I've 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 got an issue with the air quotes legacy cast um, being so highly popular. I know they want to get for marketing they want people to come in for that you're a star wars fan i know obviously you got the big three legacy characters there would you call billy d and some of the other i suppose chewbacca would be a legacy character as well wouldn't he yeah but i mean like wookiees live to be like 800 years old so. <laughs> well yeah true he, he, he could be they could set like they could set it in like 200 years from the original trilogy and he'll still be alive. Mm. Yeah. I, I know there's been some things between BD Wong uh, and production or something, but that aside, I, I haven't read into it. I don't know what's going on there, but 
Wu's been in more films than any anyone else in this cast. Yes, he didn't have a massive role in Jurassic Park, but he's he's pretty much beside Hammond, the the grandfather of these animals. So oh, it's it's a shame he's not featured as a, a legacy character as well. Tim and Lex have been in multiple films as well. I I would have really loved to have them in here. Sorry, Barry, but you'd sort of disappeared and fall and Jurassic World and didn't come back for Fallen Kingdom, so I don't. I don't need you back for Dominion. <laughs> um, I would have loved that spot, maybe not that spot specifically, but having a, a Tim and Lex back again too, now that they're both sort of adults. They're still working, so it would have been good to have them come into the film. But we know we've got the runtime, like two hours and 27 minutes or something, whatever it is, with uh, with credits. So it is, air quotes, the longest Jurassic film yet, um, but it sort of needs to be to... Uh, to get this story concluded. Anything, anything Dominion you want to discuss before going to see it? <laughs> because next time we talk, um, hopefully we'd have, we'd have both seen it and we can discuss it. Please be good. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, at the end of the day, just enjoyable. I want, I want there to be some, um, some restriction, some, some hold back from the legacy cast. Okay, maybe Ellie, she's she's um, investigating these uh, insects or whatever else, but Grant and Malcolm, there's got to be some sort of resistance for them coming on this journey again. Especially had we're about to come across Malcolm's um, return to the franchise in Fallen Kingdom, where he's in front of that Senate hearing saying, <laughs> here we are talking about our marvellous dinosaurs again. Like, he is so over dinosaurs, it's not funny. He wants them dead. <laughs> to get him on a plane heading to Bison headquarters to once again save the animals or going out in the field, I just I want some resistance. I don't just don't want him going, oh, well, the band's back together. Yep, why not? Let's go and do it. Yeah. Grant, Grant's the same. Like again, there's there's probably not some sort of numbers that get put on a check here for him to leave his dig site. I know a lot of fans are saying, well, Ellie's turned up and batted her eyelids at him, and he's <laughs> off to follow her like a sick puppy dog once again. But I, <laughs> unfortunately, from what I've heard, it seems that they're going with the divorced route, where I guess Laura Dern did a thing with her character and she revealed that she's recently divorced or well, Ellie Sattler is recently divorced and kind of looking to get back into it. And like, come on, do they really need to upset it just so we could have nostalgia bait? If they want to do that, then fine. But I don't want that to be the reason that all of a sudden it's Mr. And Mrs. Ellie Grant at the end of the film with a wedding or whatever else. Um, I someone, someone commented on online the other day, and I said, well, it's dark, but when you know he was with the State Department, why couldn't he have been something simple like naming he was one of the victims of 9-11 or something? He was New York at the Trade Centers when that happened because now he was alive before 9-11 in Jurassic Park 3. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I know it's probably not something you want to market... Uh, with the new film coming out, but if you are going to make Mark disappear, they seem to be a happy family. Yes, things change, but it has been a long time since then. But if you are going to write Mark out of the picture, then I'm sure the the children are probably out of the picture, or they're off at college or some something mm-hmm. where they're not going to be on the scene either. So, 
Yeah. It's just going to be weird because the whole thing at the end of that film was them not wanting, or Grant not wanting to have kids, Ellie wanting kids, and obviously what happened in the film driving them apart, then all of a sudden, well, here we are later, Ellie's had kids and probably doesn't want any more, and <laughs> all, all this, so it's going to be, it's going to be weird. <laughs> at, and at this point, I'm, I think that she might be too old to have them now, so it's not like Grant and Ellie are getting back together and starting a family, you know? I mean, they're both in, what, in their 60s at this point? Mm, Yep. 50s, maybe? Yep. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be hard. Hard not not seeing spoilers for this as people start to see it. But, um, yeah, I just want to Try, try and keep an open, open mind going into it for once, and uh, just enjoy. I can, I've sort of at this point I've gone right. They can say this is all canon in my in my head. They can't keep the canon comprehensive between the, these three films as they release them. And and granted, the original trilogy there were continuity issues and that between them too. So I'm not not going to sit there and say that that's on a high pedestal and this new Jurassic World's franchise trilogy can't be, but hell, I've, I've just gone back and relived the Herbie days, so I, I can put up with anything on screen. Uh, if it's ridiculous or not, I've, I'm just in the mindset now where, yep, uh, Claire's going to scream in a Dilophosaur and be able to escape without any issues, so I'm up, I'm up for some fun. <laughs> so... Yep, Dominion's a couple of weeks away. Camp Cretaceous is a couple of, just after that too. Um, we probably won't have another news a news um, segment until mid June. Once uh, Dominion's come out, we'll do a recap on that, our thoughts, all that sort of stuff. Um, in the meantime, the Fallen Kingdom minute will continue. We're just about to finish on Nublar and uh, head off to uh, to the continental United States. Something we haven't really got a lot of in the. Um, in the films off island stuff so stay tuned for that i hope everyone enjoys dominion and um dave we'll be back next month with more news all right